0: Hello and welcome to the Marvel Zoos podcast. I'm Andrew. And I'm
1: Julie, and we're the Marvel Zoos.
0: And this is our show where we discuss and bicker about our lifelong love of Marvel across various mediums.
1: Basically, we're the Sokka and Katara of Marvel podcast discourse.
0: Yeah, which means Julie sucks. Oh, Um, excuse me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which means that I hold us together, and you will
0: have a huge character arc. Katara's awesome and flawless. Um,. And today we are going to be discussing the three-parter from nineteen ninety-four Spider-Man: The Animated Series, the alien costume. And man,
1: is it a trip!
0: Is it a trip? Is it, it? is? Well, okay. Well, <laughs> let's start straight up from the top. What did you think of it? In summary.
1: Okay. In like summary, good, like
0: just overall. Yeah, no, 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 not the whole. Like you don't have to go over the I, entire I, everything that happens. Just like good,
1: bad mediocre i just pulled out my notes also i think we should um just put it out there we grew up with this show yeah we'll, we'll get into that we'll get into that we, we should go well, yeah. so that that kind of goes into like my first thoughts because going into this you were like oh let's watch the, the alien suit and i was like well i kind of remember it i like you know i have vague memories but okay i can't not remember it I I, I'm sure I remember it, and then I watched it, and I was like, "What is this? I don't remember any of this." Oh, okay, so it was totally foreign. Yeah, it was one hundred percent. The first episode was foreign, and I'm pretty sure that's because we only really watched the Venom parts.
0: Oh no, I watched. I would watch. So I had the. I think it was called the Venom Saga DVD. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, DVDs, children, back before Disney Plus was how you watched Marvel. Marvel uh, cartoons uh before that was VHSs but um yeah so i had the 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 Venom saga DVD which had these three episodes and then also the um the two episodes with Carnage where Venom came back so i would watch all five front to front all all the, that that's how i inject... this is the first time i'm just watching these three without those those latter two in a while oh that's um, interesting so yeah
1: i i feel like I specifically yes, I specifically remember just, like, like the clock or the bell tower scene and, like, Venom, that stuff. And that, that was ingrained in my memory. Everything else, I was like, what is this? But,
0: well, hold on, but to be fair, you could just be remembering Spider-Man 3.
1: No, 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 no. Because I understand okay. where you're coming from that, but I, I distinctly, like, when we got to that part, I was like, okay. Th- this I remember. This is okay. what I used to go to okay. sleep to. Well okay so
0: so well so you your opinion of this will actually be better because you're not encumbered by rose-colored glasses. You're yeah. you are looking for it for what it is as if a stranger coming to visit uh, another stranger.
1: That was yeah. a good analogy.
0: <laughs> but, I have no biases. Well okay, quick quick good bad mediocre whatever
1: I mean, I definitely think it was good for the time. I thought there was some interesting okay. animation in there, and I know like we're not really necessarily yeah. talking about that, but like when they would switch animation, I well, I one hundred percent am going to go into Okay, it. well, when they would switch like to like kind of like more so like the three dimensional stuff, I thought that was interesting, especially right. for the nineties. Um, that was big at that time. That
0: was um, when we get to Silver Surfer the animated series. You are going to see a lot more of that because Silver Surfer that was its entire gimmick was that there would be, like, computer-generated ships and computer-generated space stuff. And uh-huh. Galactus was all computer-generated. So that, def- that, that's something we'll get. That Saban was really into doing that.
1: I definitely think it was a trip. Like, I think that's the best way to describe a, a trip. And I definitely think okay. I probably should have watched, like, the episodes before then. Because I was just kind of like, man, they're really going all for it. There is, like, so much happening. I'm glad I'm taking notes. But you know...
0: I don't know if you, you need to know, because you know who Kingpin is, you know, because having yeah. seen other Marvel things, you know who well, Spider-Man is, you know who J. Jonah Jameson is. Like, I don't feel like it's yeah, too I think they far are into the weeds.
1: They all are definitely like, um like big characters and kind of like, well, I mean, we don't haven't really seen Kingpin in more of like the modern stuff, but like, you know daredevil movie he was the main villain and i i definitely remember him from the spider-man cartoons and from the newer the spider-verse he's spider-verse yeah
0: and he's in um daredevil season one and three
1: uh i have not watched that yet
0: okay great so we'll get to that later too so yeah. uh that i mean yeah you you know he's just a you know a big a big man a big he's bald a man the sexiest ball man of the year who's not prince william <laughs> um and uh he was a fridge yeah yeah uh he's his size is a little more consistent in this than in spider-verse in spider-verse he's his his size very much varies but here he's uh, it's it's more consistent what? but he's still like an absolute unit he is an absolute unit and his uh his voice is amazing um but okay but yeah so but i liked so, it good it was good. okay great so so okay okay great I would probably the last time I saw this was probably 2014 or 2015 I, I I have a tradition this again, this is before this tradition has been supplemented by streaming. Mm-hmm. I used to like cycle through DVDs. Regular, oh. like, my favorite DVDs where I would be like, okay, I'm going to watch these now, and then I'm going to watch these movies again, and I'm going to watch these TV shows again. And now I, I just re- do that with streaming.
1: <laughs> we were living in the lap of luxury because we were like, oh, my gosh, no commercials, and now we have streaming, and it's like, well, you can have anything you want and no commercials.
0: Unless you're watching Peacock. Yeah. <laughs> um, because there's no person on the planet who has a Peacock premium. I refuse to believe it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so so I the last time I watched it was 2014, or 2015, I think. I don't remember... I The one thing that caught me off guard, and I saw this on a YouTube comment. Someone described this as the superhero cartoon with ADD. And I think that is an, extra, an incredibly apt description. The thing never shuts up.
1: Yeah, so I was just going to say, you like mentioned this to me after I watched the episodes. And I was like, yeah, that, that makes sense.
0: Someone is always talking, usually Peter... Peter Parker in an internal monologue way it's not just a situation of you know oh I'm gonna go through you know like oh something's happening to Peter Parker and we're gonna tell it visually it's something's happening to Peter Parker he's gonna go through describing it's like oh I'm dodging ryan i'm dodging rhino right now i'm dodging you know shocker blasts right now uh in vivid detail about exactly what's happening to him at any given time
1: yeah i gotta say i wasn't expecting the internal monologue and one it, it was also trippy because he was prince eric as well for people who might not know the voice actor yes. also voiced prince eric so it's like oh uh, christopher
0: is- dan christopher daniel barnes
1: yes and i will have to say like you know i obviously i think he does better in this because prince eric in my opinion doesn't really have a personality whereas peter parker has a huge personality in this especially when he has the alien suit because the symbiote is making him a a little little evils
0: yeah we we got we got yeah we'll, we'll get to it but we definitely got a little bit of um angry peter
1: yeah, but like the internal monologue definitely kind of threw me for a loop because it was, I think the first time I heard it was when he was talking to J. Jonah Jameson. And J. Jonah Jameson was like, Oh, you know, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. And Peter was like, Oh, I'd say it would. And I was like, What?
0: You thought then, Peter was just being an asshole, that Jay and Jameson.
1: I was like, where, where did Peter get these balls? <laughs> like, it really yeah. threw me. And then I saw his lips weren't moving, and I was like, oh, it's an internal monologue.
0: Yeah. Also, I that hate- that sequence is so good. I hate that, no, the intro. Like oh, okay. Well, okay. So you want to? We're going all over the place. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go in order. So let's well, let's start with the intro, the theme song. I hate it. Uh. Spider Man, Spider Man, radioactive Spider Man, yes. Spider Bite, Spider Bite, radioactive Spider Bite.
1: Okay, if it was a song like that? that, I wouldn't have a problem with it. It's like it's, it's, like the way it's singing it, I know it's like like there's some kind of um like special effects or whatever. Yeah, and it's just it's awful. I hate it. It.
0: It's like a synth, a didgeridoo, and like uh, you know, yeah. who knows what else they got going through there.
1: Well, <laughs> It's like someone literally spoke through a didgeridoo, which you're not supposed to do. Now, this is
0: you got to keep in mind, this is coming off the heels of X-Men, the animated series theme song, potentially one of the greatest theme songs in the history of children's animation. Yeah, it's coming off the heel. It's coming off the heels of season one of Iron Man. I don't know if season two of Iron Man had happened yet. Season one of Iron Man kind of has a bad theme song and season two of iron man has a much better theme
1: song so i'm not Uh, familiar with the iron man theme songs but like you said like x-men the animated series theme song is it's so good of the mar the
0: saban marvel cartoons unquestionably the best and potentially the greatest like up there with like the ducktales theme song up there with like um i'm trying to think of other just iconic iconic theme
1: theme songs. songs
0: Yeah, just... Or, and, like, I, I, iconic theme song, Bops. It is a Bops. Yeah, the original Spider-Man cartoon from the 60s. Uh, you
1: know, the
0: original Spider-Man themes. So- I'm also not. Are you kidding me right no, now? Okay, no, no, no.
1: I, I'm obviously familiar with the 60s cartoon. I think everyone is familiar with the 60, 60s cartoon. No, the theme,
0: you're familiar with the... It's Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a spider can. Oh,
1: really? <laughs> yeah, that's the theme song. I didn't know. Like, I mean, it makes sense. I just I haven't yeah. watched the sixty like I you know everyone knows it I just do no, not know where but, it's from right I can't wait to right, get sp- cyber online
0: yeah no don't worry we're we are do not worry you're a woman talking about Marvel comics we'll I mean, we'll get you death oh. threats don't worry about it don't send my sister death threats please
1: please send um, me death threats
0: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we're. I don't like this, Julie. We're 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 giving our audience mixed messages. I don't know how they're gonna want to oh, respond.
1: Us giving them mixed messages. I'm sure that'll never happen ever again. Yeah, no, that's yeah. Don't, don't worry.
0: Yeah, I I'm not gonna say that the Spider Man theme song is the best, well, but also I I don't hate it the way you do. The
1: thing is, I I feel like recently, like not like within the last year, but maybe within the last ten years, like at some point you would just go like radioactive Spider Man. And like I was like, what are you doing? And then I watched it, and I was like, this is what he was doing.
0: Oh, so so you—I've made that reference to you, thinking that you've watched this cartoon with me, and thinking you'll get that. So you'll—so I have just been saying that on deaf ears. It appears.
1: Well, you've been saying it, and it's annoying. And I was like, what? What? Okay. Like I just thought you were being no, annoying. Well, now, now, now I'll annoy you, and you'll know what I'm. Doing. Well, okay. Well, also another thing that I feel like people should know. I have an awful memory and you are like the encyclopedia of useless knowledge. So I'll take it. You remember things very well from like a long time ago. So and like also I mean I
0: did just quote I did just quote thinking I remembered watching this like 6 years ago oh, wait, or 7 fair. years ago, so.
1: But also yeah. like you you just you remember things. You have a good memory. I do not have a good memory. So you'll you'll like but like you made this reference and thought, oh yeah, she'll she'll get that. We had the same childhood, which we had a very similar childhood. You know, we grew up together. Yeah, but I I just didn't remember that.
0: <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs>
1: um, yeah. Okay, no, it's fine. I I will say I I'll tell and
0: across the board, even because I don't know if you'll remember the Batman Beyond theme song. If you would like a, I would say a better version of the Spider Man theme song is Batman Beyond's theme song which is like i don't think
1: we're allowed to talk i
0: don't think it's like that same sort of like <laughs>
1: very produced <laughs> <what>? <laughs> i just i didn't know i was getting a concert <laughs> but oh, also well. <laughs> i don't think we're allowed to talk about yeah. dc andrew we're a marvel com- a podcast oh,
0: oh my god what a- whatever oh my dc god. doesn't I anything say- outside
1: of marvel doesn't exist right
0: I can't wait till we do something with the Squadron Supreme and then whatever. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, well, Squadron Supreme, I don't know if you know that there's a set of characters in the Marvel Universe who are basically the Justice League. Uh, we'll get I love to that for
1: them. Okay. <laughs> um, Is that their tagline? We're basically the Justice League? Kind of, but again, they're not allowed to say that. It's
0: okay though because DC they, they the two companies yeah, they, rip each other all the time.
1: Everyone steals from everyone else. There's not a. I think you said this. There's not an original thought out there. Kinda,
0: yeah. I mean, we're doing a Marvel podcast. That should be evidence. Yeah. Han, uh, let's let's see if I do. You want to see if I can summarize all three episodes in like three minutes? Sure. Let's go for it. Okay, cool. Let's try that. So the first, because a lot happens. So the first episode, J. and Jameson's son is leading a space mission of an unknown asteroid, which contains a a new outer space mineral called Prometheum-X, which is more radioactive than plutonium, but it also has some black goo that is not safe for work. It's quote unquote bleeding. um, Yeah. So one of the rocks is Prometheum-X, another rocks bleeds. Or it could be been the same rock. I don't know. Also, um, I would just like to then- say not
1: to poke holes in a kid's cartoon. But, like, mm-hmm. they would both be in, like, the same... And also, I'm not an astronaut. Like, you know. Just, just, <laughs> know. I'm not an astronaut. I could have my astronaut facts wrong. But I don't think yeah, that's sure. how it works. I don't think one person would be on a planet and going to the rover while the other one is in a spacecraft like flying above them. I don't think that how that's how it works. And I get like again, I know that's a kids show, but you know, it took
0: me out of it. Isn't that the plot of isn't that the plot of Gravity Minus an Asteroid? <laughs> I didn't watch Gravity. Neither did I. I watched
1: Interstellar, uh, which that kind of remind me of.
0: Okay, there you go. Okay, but so by the way, I'm rescinding my challenge because because you interrupted me and i i didn't get to say a bunch of stuff so i i can't do it in three you're minutes over now. it but yes yeah, so i'm over it that all happens um the black goo is being not safe for work on the astronauts and like wrapping around them and like tentacling them yeah. and uh it's making them crash and they're afraid that they're gonna crash in new york and everyone's a little bit scared jj and um again in that seek that beginning sequence I love which by the way again this cartoon has ADD we-, we get like this beginning sequence of Peter going like oh you're so proud and then oh no my son's going to die Peter like oh no don't worry he might not die the news hey we don't know where this rocket's going to land it could land over the metro area Peter calls Aunt May hello aunt may yeah you better get down in the in the basement <laughs> and that all happens in like half a minute yeah again
1: not to like get in here but again I, I'm pretty sure that's not why we, again, I'm not an astronaut, but this is why we don't land space shuttles at an airport. Like, we just don't do it. You land in the water. Well, no, but like, but
0: <laughs> well, no, but I mean, that's like the whole, the whole thing is like, the asteroid came to us. They weren't going somewhere. Okay, but
1: still. Yeah. It's still a space mission. And they didn't ex- they didn't expect that it'd be not safe for work black goo on that spaceship. That's fair, but like, like also I feel like that's why you don't make big deals out of things. When you make a big deal, like, oh, this is the first mission where we're gonna land at an airport, you made a big deal about it and it didn't go your way. Like you gotta put expectations low. <laughs>
0: <sighs> yeah, so there's a whole there's a whole kerfuffle. The ship doesn't end up hurting anybody. But it also ends up crashing in the Hudson, which Kingpin's lackey slash science guy, Alistair Smythe, predicted, because he knows projections and trajectories. Mm -hmm. And so Kingpin decides to take advantage of the situation because he knows there's going to be a lot of chaos, and people didn't... Not everyone had an Alistair Smythe who had magic projections on where things will land. Mm -hmm. So he calls in the Rhino. This is the Spider-Man, the animated series debut of uh, the Rhino. I will say, though, uh, they... they
1: even though they didn't know it was going to land on like the bridge, they they got evacuated, minus Eddie Brock.
0: Yeah, it's weird. the 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 New York of the Marvel universe, or the 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 law enforcement of the minor of the Marvel universe, uh, fluctuates to far more efficient than has ever been known to human history, or the absolute dumbest people on the face of the planet.
1: Yeah, so. makes sense. Uh, it it just goes through different management oh. depending on the day. <laughs> Yeah, depending on the writer
0: yeah uh, d- depending on if the story depending on if the police need to cause trouble for the superheroes is whether or not they're good at their job mm-hmm. um yeah that all happens peter saves the day he stopped the the ship from like crashing and all the astronauts dying but he couldn't stop rhino and mm-hmm. he he costume gets tattered he gets some not first not safe for work goo on him uh yeah. overnight he puts a track. Tracker on Rhino. Did you just get my not safe for work joke?
1: Well, no, I've gotten it, but literally when Peter got the goo on him, and he was like, he was literally like, Hudson Pollution. Rich, thick, and creamy. I was like, whoa. Guys. Calm down. It's a kid's show. Also, a little not safe for work Rhino suit. Like, I think Tyler which oh, we he, have Tyler the boy, in the booth. Tyler is yeah, like our producer he thick.
0: Tyler. Marvel's Zoo in spirit if not in name. Yeah. Um, yeah, Rhino's kind of a dummy thick boy and he's also uh Jersey represent.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh, when he Do was like Spider-Man goes. Yeah, when Spider-Man was like where are you from and he's like Jersey. Jersey. Um for those um, listening, I we are from Jersey. I still live in Jersey. Yeah, we and raised.
0: Born. I I don't live in Jersey.
1: Gonna go on a Wawa ride. Uh, maybe after one us. day again.
0: We don't, yeah. am uh, jealous. I, I the most I can go on is on a Portillo's ride. Portillo's is pretty good. Anyway, so yeah, Rhino. That all happens. Spider Man wakes up from asleep with not. Oh, he's all smug because he thinks that. Oh, I finally proof that J Jonah Jameson that Spider Man did something right. Uh, little did we know that Edward Brock disgraced Daily Bugle photographer and reporter is on the scene. He was disgraced because of a thing that happened in a prior episode of Spider-Man TAS with Mm -hmm. Dr. Kirk Connors, the lizard. Mm -hmm. It's referenced a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, It's referenced by Eddie Brock going Spider-Man ruined my career. And it's referenced when Spider-Man is kind of lording that over. Connor's like, Hey, I helped you out, but we'll get to that.
1: Yeah. I mean, Eddie Brock is just kind of like, not a good guy.
0: Not a good guy. Played
1: by Hank Azaria. Not a good guy.
0: Yeah, He he basically uses... He he does what he does in the comics and what he does in Spider-Man 3. He makes fraudulent pictures, or he doctors fraudulent pictures that make Spider-Man look like he was responsible for the crash, and that Spider-Man stole the Prometheum X instead of the Rhino.
1: I do like that they, um, when Spider-Man finds all this out, he's like, like you said, he's all smug, and they had him eat an apple just to, you know, show that he's like kind of being an asshole right now. But little (laughs) did he know.
0: And again, this is that's 100 percent regular Peter. He has not been gooed yet.
1: Also, wait, pause. I do have a question. He's in college, right? Or high school? I think he's in college. Okay. It's kind of unclear.
0: Well, again, it would be clear if we were doing this from the beginning, but like he, he's in some form of, of schooling. I believe college.
1: Also, I really like he built. He's really built.
0: <laughs> yeah, he 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 thick. He's not Everyone a in the show is thick.
1: Yeah, he's not a fridge, but he's a mini fridge he's a mini
0: fridge. all right hold on i'm we're going too slow with the recap so i'm just gonna cut, try and speedball it for the rest of episode one okay. so, so spider-man is is being accused of being doing dirty work J. Jonah jameson puts a bounty on his head for a million dollar bounty to someone bring spider-man to justice blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. he's been gooed with not saying for work goo from space that gives him a black suit and superpowers he can now change his outfit he's super strong he, he doesn't need web shooters he's got artificial webbing and he's kind of more of an asshole now. Uh, those are all of the powers given to him by not safe for work goo. Uh, he has another encounter with Rhino at the end of the episode. Almost kills Rhino, doesn't do it. He, he almost kills Rhino and doesn't do it. And then the goo decides to like push Rhino off the edge for him.
1: The goo said, no, we're marking um, him. We're, we're, we're killing.
0: <laughs> the goo took
1: matters into its own hands.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, I forgot. No, wait, hold on. There's another aspect to this. So like. Kingpin has the Prometheum X mm-hmm. and Smythe wants to test it, but he can't do with it. Oh, wait. Oh, uh, someone censor that. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, he can't do anything with it. Cause he, he needs special plutonium rods or something, mm-hmm. right? Like the spec, he needs the rods. Yes. Yeah. I, I didn't know how, how, how vivid I wanted to get there. Um, but yeah, he needs the rods and I don't, I think he gets them or maybe that's episode two where shocker gets them.
1: Well the um, whole point is that because, they're trying to figure it out so they can sell it.
0: Right. Well yeah, no cuz they need the dem- they have it. They need the demonstration. They can't do the demonstration without the rods. Mm-hmm. And once they do that cuz they that do that whole demonstration with like the black market guys and they're like, "Oh my god, it, it's so funny. This is such a great line." The the guys like, "Oh my god, that piece you have could destroy the whole planet." And Kingpin's like, "I only deal in the best." And it's just kind of like funny where it's like yeah, you have literal armageddon in the palm of your hand and you're like, "Oh, look at the fine materials I'm selling."
1: Uh-huh. You
0: know, it's 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 such a weird like well, you know. it's both a brag and underselling it at the same time.
1: But but I I you know, businessmen still got to work, you know? You got to stay humble, but you got to move that product. I think Kingpin is just like a thrifty queen. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> that magenta pants though right (laughs) i try not to look at their outfits they're just hideous are you kidding me it's not the best part it's awful (laughs) i don't know what what do you mean it's awful i don't know what sweater peter's wearing throughout the thing it it looks like someone threw up on it i don't like it
0: he he kind of looks like i always thought he looked like steve from blue's clues a little bit don't don't you he's got it's
1: don't you dare! It's a striped Steve turquoise like that.
0: outfit. No, it's a, it is. It's, a, it's 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 There's more. Co- there's more white. There's more contrast. But it is. Co- it's kind of like a striped turquoise outfit that he's got. But
1: going. it's just the colors don't work. It's not just like blue <laughs> and white, or like green and white and black. It's like it's contrasting colors. It doesn't work. Someone needs to tell him. He needs to go on. Like I don't know. I-
0: I gotta relook up Peter Parker TAS. No, because I'm pretty sure it's like, huh, it's not too bad. It's not awful, but I'm not living for it. It's white, it's white, turquoise, I think he's got, like, purple slacks, too. (laughs) I don't, we're we're talking more about the outfit than the episode.
1: (laughs) I'm waiting for you to, well, okay, well, because I have a bunch of notes. You take over. Do you want me to take over? Yeah, you
0: take over. Um, You take over from, take, you can take over from, like, where I'm at with,
1: what what have i said or not said that you have been reading well jumping? i do have some questions how comic accurate is everything or are we not touching that we'll we'll get to that after we
0: i think establish all of the episodes all right. right
1: i thought it was you know, interesting and convenient that um, his son was an astronaut, J. Jonah Jameson's son, John Jameson. I think it was interesting that he was an astronaut. Again, I don't know if that's, like, the same in the comics, but I'm pretty that's 100% sure— from the, That's 100% from the comics. Why does everyone have to be an astronaut? <laughs> well, no, because—
0: No, no, legitimately, no, it's the same reason why there are a lot of CEOs in comics. It was the idea that these were, these were very luxurious, very pivotal roles mm-hmm. that would— you know, like, sort of higher echelon society people would be in. I mean, that's fair. I just, like, I don't know. There's a lot of... It's the same way there are a lot of actor superheroes or a lot of celebrity superheroes.
1: Yeah, I get it. I said Kingpin's face was just chef's kiss. <laughs> I said the symbiote suit really woke up and chose violence with the rhino. Like, it was like, no, we're gonna... We're, yeah. we're murking him. He's He's gone.
0: We're murking him.
1: Also, is the rhino also just always chilling in the rhino costume? That's the implication, one hundred percent. That's it's just that he's he has it and
0: he's just hanging out. He really was. He
1: was sitting uh, looking out a window at next to a phone. It rang and he said, "Rhino."
0: (laughs) Do you think his mail is addressed to Rhino? (laughs) That's no, it's it's it's, um no, it's it's like this bat. It was like a Batman the animated series thing they had where Two Face has a wallet. And in mm-hmm. the wallet you can see his credit card says two face.
1: <laughs> I also where- I, I love the little suitcase Rhino had to get like the goo and or like the Prometheus X. The Prometheum X. Prometheum yeah. X. I love that little suitcase. Like yeah. very efficient. Yeah. But wait, is it is it like is it little or is it just
0: purport It's a, that's a normal size suitcase. No, and it's not even the size. to si- him. It looks it, little.
1: It's not even the size. I just feel like I mean, it's just like a regular suitcase. Like I, I, I would think that he would have like something like some scientific suitcase to hold it at like the exact oh, temperature see. or something, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And he was just well, like, "No, Let because me remember the they... suitcase and get on my. Well, way. That, that, that's that's a very important thing that they establish, mm-hmm. which is that the. Pre- UX is only radioactive when you heat it up.
1: Uh, well, yeah. So should I have a special suitcase. Cause I that's, think. Cause, no, it's not because it's not radioactive because
0: it's room temperature. That was the whole. That's the they did that intentionally so that they could have Spider-Man walking around with the most radioactive thing on the planet and not die.
1: Mm-hmm. I also said I just love how that like the Hudson. That's kind of smart. I kind of like that. Okay. Yeah, I said I love how the Hudson pollution is so bad that Peter literally had like alien on him alien go on him and he was like ah just pollution it's a little bad today
0: right 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 right
1: i have another note but it's kind of personal that only you and me will get but i thought aunt may kind of looked like our grandma
0: <laughs> 100 i had the exact same thought as a kid 100% i think it's the hair
1: 100% but it was nice Yeah, i was like which oh. Yeah, it was sweet. I, I
0: also think it's funny because I'm pretty sure Aunt May in this looks younger mm-hmm. than Aunt May in Spider Man and his amazing friends,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is like it's like just in all Aunt May media, it's just like the more you do Aunt May, the the younger you have to make because her hair is more yellow in this than Spider Man and its amazing and its amazing friends. There's a portrait then of Aunt May after-
1: somewhere just getting older. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the the strange case of dorian May. yeah
1: soon aunt may will um, be younger than peter and we'll get into a little bit yeah. of a problem yeah but i think that's
0: mostly episode one again i don't remember if the rods i think the rods happen in this episode but i can't remember if it's rhino or shocker who gets the rods. i
1: also thought the whole like having spider-man up for a million dollars was interesting and it made me think, like, would you turn Spider-Man in for a million dollars? I thought it was kind of, like, low. I get it was in the 90s. But, like, New York loves Spider-Man. Yeah, you gotta adjust for inflation. You gotta adjust that for
0: inflation. That's like, well, no, yes and no. Because remember, New York hate, as a majority, hates Spider-Man. Ugh. Because they think he's a public mess.
1: <sighs> I think New York's wrong then. <laughs>
0: But, like, no, like, real, like, the whole idea is that, like, if you're really live, live New York, then you know Spider-Man's on your side. But if you, like, believe the media, you, yeah. you, you know, you, you think Spider-Man is, is evil.
1: Um, I mean, yeah. Um, I just thought mil- a million was a little low, and I was surprised how many people thought they would actually be able to turn in Spider-Man. Like, you know, you're. Well, also keep in mind,
0: the, the people who are going after him have flamethrowers and sonic devices.
1: Yeah, that was interesting.
0: They're like, These are, like, not, like, you and me. These are, like, heavily armed New York bounty hunters. Like, dog is going after Spider-Man. Why did
1: Smythe have a mullet? The 90s. Okay. Is that
0: a serious... It, no, that's legitimately it. It's not, like, the mullet is a sign of him being evil. No,
1: I mean, I just thought it was a bad, like, hair choice. I was, like, I don't know.
0: That's comic accurate, too. He has a mullet in the comics. But, again, he was created in the 90s.
1: Also, I don't really remember where I was going with this note, but I said... I thought J Jonah Jameson and Spidey were like a weird couple. Like it's a weird abusive couple. <laughs> I'm sure it was like some specific line or something, but
0: yeah. Well, maybe maybe we'll we'll touch on is it is it when he he confronts because episode two kind of starts with again the suit is making him really really mm-hmm. aggy and he is coming at he's coming at JJ. He's like call off your guys. I will beat the crap out of he's you. Full salt. And this is another one of my. F- this is one of my, another one of my favorite parts. He goes, Brock is, he's like, Brock was there. And he's like, yeah, I was there. And he's like, it, well, then why don't you tell him about the guy in the rhino costume? And JJ goes, a rhino costume? <laughs> it's it's so funny because it, the things that have happened in Spider-Man, the animated series up to this point are obviously Spider-Man. I think Doc Ock has happened. I think Mysterio has happened. I, the lizard has but happened. rhino's too much. We stop there.
1: Why wouldn't there be a guy in a rhino costume? I just I what, what, what? I have so <laughs> why many is that so I have so many questions about Rhino's costume like why the abs on the outside like why the like very prominent <laughs> butt Okay so my, I thought the implication
0: is it's supposed to be skin tight right those are his <laughs> abs they're just like ex- I I I don't I don't know how superhero costumes work sometimes, legitimately. If
1: that is skin tight, I'm I'm way more upset than I was thinking it was just like padded
0: <laughs> fake abs. Okay. Is this you is this you coming to the defense of Paul Giamatti and Amazing Spider-Man 2? You're like, yeah, no, just make the rhino a robot. No,
1: okay, I wasn't saying that.
0: I was saying Okay, no, but I, I'm putting words in my you mouth. You are putting
1: words in my mouth. I was saying, I thought it was just like, you know, it was like like padded. I did not think it was skin tight. I thought it was padded in some way like that like the outside was like a little bit thicker. I also like I yeah.
0: it, it might be that legitimately should, uh, uh, me 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 being a goof aside, it might be mm-hmm.
1: that. Well, okay, here's my other question like I I just always assume like Rhino like he's just super strong. Like he's not really like like special, but he's just super strong and his costume. No, was- he
0: has his costume makes him indestructible. Okay, so... Uh, it's like a juggernaut That's what I was
1: suit. thinking. The costume has to have, like, some hard outer layer.
0: Okay. No, no, no like, What you're saying is sound. I just don't... I don't know the mechanics of the rhino costume in this show, because he literally doesn't take it off. I, I don't think he wants to.
1: I think he lives and bays <laughs> in, in it. In,
0: in, in Spectacular Spider-Man, we see him, like, we see regular rhino, and we see him with the rhino suit, and he's, like, several in feet tall. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, but like here, he's less like all rhino all the time. So like, he's just a method actor. Uh, I don't know if he knows how to say the word. Out. He's also very stupid. Yeah, um, that's how they. Do. But yeah. Jersey, per-
1: <laughs> Jersey, uh, yeah, exactly. He was the Jersey Shore before we had it.
0: Uh, but oh my god! Now I'm imagining the situation playing rhino. No, the situation could never play rhino because the costume would always be. Yeah. <laughs> this situation. Yeah. This. <laughs> He points to his rhino horn. Oh, I was going to say, um, like, pointing
1: to his rhino's, like, abs.
0: Oh, okay, there you go. What else, but what else happens? It's, uh... I think that's, that's like, episode one in a nutshell. No, well, no, I, I'm getting to two. I, like, I'm, I'm fully off one, and I'm, like, thinking of two now. Because I'm, I think... Because Shock, Shocker, like, Shocker gets hired I initially to get the rods or get... Or, no, wait, does he... He brings on Shocker to kill Eddie Brock. Um, right? That, that's
1: what they got going on? I, I, did, like they, the, I didn't like I did take as many what ends notes up happening,
0: for episode two. Oh, okay, don't worry about it. All right. No, no, you're good, you're good. I, I know what happens in episode two. It's, it's the order that I'm struggling with. There's also that, Um, there is that really cool dream sequence that may have been episode one, where the spider suit and the symbiote suit are like giant kaiju fighting in a city. Mm-hmm. And they're like fighting over I Peter. Do think it was ter- that is
1: straight It out. was terrifying that the Spider-Man oh, suit was like like, basically just like, Clothing.
0: Fabric. Yeah. It
1: was just
0: <laughs> um terrifying. That is straight out of the comics though, because you're asking about things that are comic accurate. That is um I looked it up. It's from Amazing Spider Man two fifty eight. Yeah, I I I mean, you know symbolism question mark. <laughs> you know, just you know, like what what defines Spider Man? Is he bl- um Is the curtain it, just red uh, or is
1: there a deeper meaning to it? <laughs> plot, plot list, it's just um, red.
0: Tr- truly, this is the duality of Spider-Man. Um, will also, I,
1: but, I yeah, do that, think it, it, it's kind of had a narrative because I know that, um, like, at least in the comics, I believe, like, Spider-Man kind of has like a more of like a he's kind of like a loner. It's it's a little bit of sh- like school shooter vibes.
0: So, yes, yeah, that, that's what I've always discussed. Yeah. people disagree with that th- that description, but what I've always I've always said, Peter Parker initially is the kid who comes home or the kid who comes to school like and you're scared of him because what he might yeah. do yeah but like so um, I
1: thought it was an interesting kind of like you know showing like there is this darkness in him because I don't think Venom or uh, he's not Venom unless he's with Eddie Brock correct right except
0: in the movie but we'll okay. get to that so the symbiote
1: um, like I do think it enhances like I guess you know if you want to call it evil call it evil um aggression, aggression. kurt,
0: kurt, kurt connor says it's a aggre- in, in episode two connor's goes it's aggression it's ego it's yeah but um, it's not
1: taking it's not bringing things that aren't already there so i do think it kind of shows yeah, sure. like you know peter has that stuff in him already and like like talking about the dream it is interesting symbolism like the fight between good and evil and he did let you know those bad parts win
0: yeah, he 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 succumbed. So at the end of episode two, he could kind of triumph. Um yeah, let, let, let's let's see if I can summarize episode two super quick. Spider-Man uh Brock is almost killed by Shocker, Spider-Man saves him, uh Spider-Man gets the Prometheum X. Uh Spider-Man, so Kingpin and Smythe use Shocker to kidnap J. Jonah Jameson Jr. Also, what happened was after Spider-Man had his confrontation with Eddie and J. Jonah Jameson there was a, a whole thing where J.J. learned... Oh, sorry, uh, Jonah Jr., In his, coming from his coma, he's like, Spider-Man, save me, rhino costume. And so J- Jameson's like, oh, okay, so Spider-Man was telling the truth. He retracts his statement, he retracts the reward, he fires Brock. Um, Brock decides to tail J.J. because he wants revenge on Spider-Man now. And so... It all kind of comes to a head because what happens is Smythe and Kingpin wanting the Prometheum X, kidnap Jonah Jr., tell Jameson he needs to call Spider-Man for help. Spider-Man comes for help. There's all like this confrontation at this cathedral, which looks like a freaking castle.
1: You know, you gotta have have those castles, you know.
0: Thank you, Catholic Church of New York. (laughs)
1: Um, I will say, you know, I I think, you know, we'll, we'll touch on it a little bit. When we talk about Eddie, but I I think it's very interesting how Eddie's like, how could this happen to me? How could Spider-Man take everything from me? And I was like, no, eh, (laughs) no, You journalism. You did this all by yourself.
0: Yeah, no, I mean that's no, that's that's what it was. Like the character, the character of Eddie Brock at that time was very much. I'm gonna blame everyone for my own problems, and I I have this aggression that I don't, I haven't dealt with, and I have this paranoia that I haven't dealt with. All things that the symbiote makes way way worse when he becomes Venom.
1: Everyone just needs um, therapy. If everyone had therapy, that it'd be fine. Is this the is, so? This is the first of our
0: ongoing. It's all just Marvel mental zoos. illness. It's all just mental illness. It all just comes back to mental. Illness. It's true. Yeah. But all of that happens There's this big climactic showdown J, uh, JJ Jr. is is freed uh, there's the, he, So Spider-Man's fighting Shocker He's fighting Smythe Smythe ends up escaping with the Prometheum X mm-hmm. uh, We'll get to that in a minute And, and so it's all just Spider-Man and Shocker in the the <laughs> Julie's getting excited What? <laughs> I said you're getting excited Why? For what's coming next? Yeah, what's coming next? Because it's it's so. You mean that Spider-Man kind of black suit, black suit Spider-Man kind of takes Shocker to, to Pound Town in the, in the worst way. As you say,
1: the best uh, um, voice acting in the history of voice yeah, acting.
0: Yeah. Uh, Mister Barnes uh, decides to use his entire chest <laughs> when he's just loudly exclaiming for Shocker's life. Yeah.
1: Th- Going like Shocker. In my, in my notes, I literally have Shocker, shocker in caps. I won't. I won't do it because I don't want to hurt our listeners' eardrums. I, I think it's
0: on YouTube as the best voice acting ever,
1: or something like that, or
0: most overacted voice acting ever. It's it's perfection. I will it's say
1: absolute perfection. So I will say for all our uh, any listeners out there, because I'm not going to assume we're going to have many, but if we have anyone listening out there, um, Andrew, you you were like before I watched rewatch this, you were like, by the way, <laughs> it's the best voice acting. At the end of episode two. Please watch out for it. it. Of course, you know, I have a bad memory. Yeah. I didn't really remember. But my boyfriend, Tyler, who is a producer, he's listening. He's just not on air. Um, he was watching it Tyler with me. Tyler in the booth. Tyler in the booth. He was watching it with me. And he was like, get ready, Jules. Get ready. It's coming up. It, it, it's it's about to be the best voice acting ever. And, you know, I don't I don't have anything else to say. It just it floored me. Right. <laughs> he he at Barnes has one other moment.
0: Where I don't want to get in too much into it, but like Mary Jane is basically evaporating. Oh. Mary Jane is like a water person, and she's evaporating. And he's like Mary Jane, Mary Jane, no! Nah. And it's like the exact same, just putting your entire diaphragm. He out He had there. fun with it. And it's perfect. Yeah, he had he had fun with it. One hundred. It was everything
1: Prince Eric um, couldn't be for him.
0: Well, well, in what context would Prince Eric be screaming for someone's life? I mean.
1: In the original episode little of- mermaid she she does turn into sea foam. I'm just saying,
0: yeah, but no, but i'm I'm saying, well, oh i oh, okay, I see where you're going with that, Ariel Ariel,
1: yeah exactly
0: you know it's so good, it's just so, so good, oh yeah, I forgot one one other thing in episode two he he, he had the suit examined with Kurt Connors and Kurt Connors, um told him everything we did, that it's a living organism, that it can think for itself, that it's accentuating all of Peter's negative qualities. And it's also
1: basically uh, just kind of replacing him, he said.
0: Right, eventually it's going to supplement mm-hmm. him. Um, which is not 100% accurate to the comics, I don't think. But at least in this continuity, I think that that that's what the symbiote eventually is going to fully take over.
1: Oh, so I would like to say, uh, minus Smythe and his um mullet, all the characters kind of had the same haircut. It was interesting. All the men, they all had like this square. I'm thinking, well, no, the like JJ has
0: a pretty iconic, distinctive haircut. Yeah, but
1: him, his son, um, someone else, like Eddie Brock, they all had like that, like kind of square top. Do they? No, I
0: thought JJ has a more rounded hair, like the Osborns. I don't think so. Uh huh. Anyway, that was my I'm note. I'm looking it up. Is that the, the, all the men in the show look the well? I mean, that's like kind of yeah. No, it's it's more it's more oval. He's got like oval. Hair. Okay, I'll um,
1: give it to you.
0: I see that. Well, I mean, look, th- this is like the Bruce Tim thing. It, it all superhero characters have the same design. It's just a different mm. head. The bodies are exactly the same. You know, they're they're all like Mego dolls. Uh, but yeah, also, wait, really quick in that climax, another thing about that climax, really quick. Eddie comes in, swirling a like he steals a mace that's in the church castle, and he's like swinging it at Spider-Man. Like that's going yeah, gonna that do was something. wild.
1: And he he ditched it that's so quickly funny. too.
0: It's so funny to me. He Spider-Man's in the middle of a fight, and Eddie's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna gang up on him." <laughs> and also, and again, he forgot that the other participant of this fight wants to kill him. And Shocker makes that clear. He's like, I'm not done with you yet, by Eddie's the Eddie's just
1: not a good dude. He's just not.
0: Also, Shocker... I understand puns in superhero fiction, and I understand puns in children's animation. Shocker misuses the shock puns.
1: <laughs> that's your that's your beef with like him? 100- well, no,
0: I... Because I, he does it twice in a row at one point. Mm-hmm. Because he goes like, I'm gonna... He goes, I'm gonna give you a shock or something. And then Spider-Man goes, and I'm gonna rip you limb from limb. And then he goes, oh, I'm all shook up. One, I don't think that's a response when someone goes, I'm gonna murder you in a minute. Two, you don't do it after-
1: You gotta give him some credit. He wasn't faced.
0: He wasn't- He was totally underwhelmed by that situation, which is whatever. But, like, you don't- I don't know. I- I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so do you want to move on to like the the real Well we gotta talk about well yeah so like the real the thing that happens they're they're at that church cathedral castle and he almost kills Shocker.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He destroys his little But super also super funny, when Shocker's powers are gone he destroys his Shocker gauntlets. He tries like he doesn't throw a punch, he like swerves his arms mm-hmm. Like, they still are going to shoot shocking energy. Yeah, I mean, it's That's also... He might, that's very funny. Maybe he
1: thought he had, like, one last one in him, you know? Is that right? I think that's just... I don't think anyone taught Shocker how to fight. Um, <laughs> I think most people... I mean... Like, I don't think, like, they were actually taught by anyone. I think you just kind of go with the flow. If you're an
0: assassin, I feel like you have some kind of, like, formal instruction. Yeah. Especially if you work for the kingdom. Again... In.
1: Disclaimer, um, disclaimer: I'm not an assassin. I don't know how it works.
0: Does the suit almost kill Shocker too?
1: I, th-
0: I fr- think like, like I think
1: it was going down almost that almost kills way. him.
0: Yeah, and then because but he doesn't kill Shocker. He almost kills Shocker. He does it, and then the bells of the church castle cathedral start ringing, mm-hmm. and that's when he remembers about the sonic cannons from the assassins earlier. Oh wait, this thing is vulnerable to sonic energy. Mm-hmm. And he gets separated from the suit. He has this big confrontation with the suit where the suit still wants to join with him. And he's like saying, no, I don't want you to have to offer. I don't want you. I don't want this. Uh, and he, he's freed from the suit. And he thinks that's all she wants. Yeah. But what ends up happening is, and this is 100% accurate to the comics, Eddie Brock is still there from the fight and he gets
1: the not safe for work symbiote goo on top I of it. I do have to say, so since Venom is now being introduced because Eddie Brock gets the symbiote, I'm not kink shaming or anything, but the guy who created Venom has to be a little freaky. Like, he has to be.
0: So, Todd McFarlane is a very influential writer and artist Mm -hmm. of comic books. And one of his uh, most other iconic characters is Spawn, who's a demon man wrapped in leather surrounded by chains. Okay. So, yeah, he's freaky. I, you know, I, yeah, I, you know, I don't know how deep I want to go into this. But I, I certainly think there's a rabbit hole to be explored there. Anyway, episode three, um, there was a cool little hint and a, a, a little twist, mm-hmm. uh, a, a loop de loop in, uh, in Spider-Man episode two, which is, uh, what happens is Kingpin got the Prometheum X back and, you know, he was going to sell it to his like evil criminal dealer yeah. guys, but it's, totally lead now. It's been transformed completely into lead. I thought that was a
1: little convenient.
0: Well, no, I thought that's super interesting, because they seed it all the way in episode one, where Smythe goes, I want to test it, and Kingpin's like, you're not going to test it, I'm going to sell it to somebody. Uh, And he goes like, well, why didn't you know that it was going to turn into lead? And he goes, you didn't let me test it. How could
1: you do this? (laughs) How could you ruin my plans by not doing the thing I told you not to do?
0: Well, and, and, I mean, he blames Spider-Man because he goes, Spider-Man knew it somehow. Yeah, like,
1: he Peter knew Parker it. just kind of lucked out. Like, he didn't know shit.
0: No, he did. Because remember, he had the, the microscope. Oh, so. And he goes, wait a minute. What's
1: what's?" Oh, this? I missed that completely. Oh, yeah. No, he knew it was going to turn into lead. Also, every time they used a microscope and, like, they did that, like, different animation, I was like, "This is this is interesting. It's such a trip. It's just, it's a trip. It, new technology was
0: happening, and they wanted to to utilize it. It was, and a you know, Saban Brands gets a lot of flack, a lot of it that they deserve. Um, but I I do appreciate in this Fox Kids lineup of shows that they were doing, that like there was a lot of cutting edge stuff. Whenever they would utilize CGI in interesting ways, I appreciated yeah, it.
1: That's fair.
0: Um, and, and now we're finally at episode three. He's back in the Peter Parker is back in the blue and red suit uh he's not being hunted fighting shocker and he's well kind of by shocker and rhino they're not by he's the pissed from the ending of not by the city um he's about to get killed by shocker and rhino
1: when venom eddie brock saves the day you know all these villains just kind of like they just they're all working for the same goal like the enemy of your enemy is my friend and they really don't pick that up right. when they should
0: Well, to be fair, Eddie Brock sees himself as the good guy. Okay. So I don't know if Eddie Brock would want
1: (laughs) to... Keep telling himself that.
0: (laughs) Amazing reaction, wholeheartedly. Um,
1: Also, Um, one of my notes is Eddie Brock is a lunk. And I don't know if you know what that means. Yeah, so at Planet Fitness, there's this thing called the lunk alarm. And basically, it it goes off if someone's being really annoying, like if you're dropping your weights all like dramatically, or if you're like, Ugh! Uh! or like if you're being like a jerk to the other like people who are working out. And Eddie Brock, a hundred percent, is one of those guys. Yeah, I, no, I one hundred.
0: I would, I would even go as far as to say Eddie Brock is the original one. Oh, because like wholeheart, because no, legitimately, again. You got to consider when he was made. He was made in the late '80s, early '90s. Okay. I would wager that that's when Planet Fitnesses or like commercial gyms really, really started to get pop. Like that fitness craze happened around. That's that fair. Time. So I, I guarantee, I guarantee you, he's a commentary on the grandfather of the lung, like that <laughs> culture that would become the lung.
1: So my question is, and I'm sure we'll touch on this when we talk about the Venom movie whenever we get to it, and. I don't want to get too much into detail about that movie because it's a completely different entity. But is the Venom in the comics, like the modern Venom, is he closer to the Venom movie like Venom and Eddie Brock or closer to the Venom and Eddie we see in um, the show?
0: That's a very interesting question. I would also say it varies. The Venom in the Venom movie is 100% far more heroic than the Venom in this. Like He's still an anti-hero, but Mm -hmm. he's he's still... one, this guy is a bad guy 100 the one in the cartoon is a bad guy 100 percent. the venom the eddie brock in the movie is 100 percent a hero just a rough hero
1: yeah and it, it seems like eddie brock in the movie seems more like a guy who still like doesn't have his footing and like he's problematic but like he's not an asshole the, the eddie brock in in the
0: venom movie is like if glenn beck was actually a good person
1: yeah okay i can see what you're saying
0: yeah, like that that's the or like Alex Jones is actually a good guy. That eh. that's no, that's what I'm saying. i no no no, I'm I'm not Yeah. You're not I am saying if we lived in an alternate universe where Alex Jones was a good person, yeah. That is that is Eddie Brock in the Venom movie. Okay.
1: I think oh, I'm like, picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. You'll see it when we see the movie. Well, I've seen the movie.
0: Oh, you saw it? Oh, I thought yeah. you didn't see it. Okay, I like yeah. the movie. Okay. Well, yeah. No. Then yes. Yeah, so well, how? How do you disagree with that summation then?
1: Again, I'm sure we'll get to it when we like watch the movie. Uh, that's just not how I would describe him.
0: He- I and mean, that's how I, I would. He's like he's a disheveled uh, renegade reporter.
1: Yeah, but I mean, there's renegade reporters that aren't like Alex Jones.
0: No, but he but he is because he's literally chasing a conspiracy theory. That's fair. He just happens to also be right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Like, I mean like that that that's the thing about like these these superhero things is like they're all contingent on like all, all the people who are like Jeff Bezos is an evil mastermind who's like you like not just criminally exploiting and doing un, un and exploiting unethical laws and stuff along those lines. He's literally a supervillain who has a doomsday weapon. He's
1: literally Lex Luthor.
0: And then but like that to be real.
1: Bald head and all. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um I think I'm
1: picking up what you're putting down. Right, right, right. So it just but depends that, on who writes.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like that, and that's what that the most interesting about this podcast. I feel like as we keep going into the different mediums and we see the different, the same stories told different ways. You're going to see a lot of that. Oh, this character, this character is universal, but there's also so many different ways to go about them. Mm-hmm. And and, okay. that, and that yeah. Uh, which And I'm gonna, you know, see that, too. And, like, it'll be an interesting way for me to see. Like, even though I know that, it'll be interesting to see it in a way that I, I haven't sat down and, like, jump, jump, jump.
1: Yeah. Um, I think it's also fair to tell our listeners that you're definitely more of a comic book guy. Like, yes. like you appreciate and digest Marvel in well, all forms. Yeah. And I'm not saying I don't appreciate the Marvel comics. I just don't. I haven't really read many of them.
0: I can rephrase that even more. It's just, like, you're... you're as of now, not an avid comic book reader. Yeah, you know, what I, like you know, it's it's nothing to shame. I'm not like saying oh, fake gamer girl or anything but, like. Any no, I'm, that I'm sure people will. Yeah, I'm saying don't harass my sister.
1: Please um, harass me. Oh I my god.
0: <laughs> 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 Next time it's gonna be like you're gonna tell them to shut up, and I'm gonna be like, no, harass her. Um, yeah, it's it, we will alternate every week. Right, exactly. But like, no, but like, so the idea. Even though you're not a comic book reader, you're still someone who likes these characters and likes these universes, and that's what makes it sort of interesting to try out these comics and and see what 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 happens. Yeah. We have, yeah, so Eddie Venom, Eddie Brock is now Venom, the symbiote is now Venom. They're ch- they are, are referring to themselves as we. Mm-hmm. They're chasing they're chasing Spider-Man. Spider-Man, his spider sense doesn't work on Venom. It's very scary. It's paced like a horror movie for the first act. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's re- it's real real good cuz Venom knows everything about peter parker's life he knows his identity he knows his loved ones he's harassing him at like the theater he's he's bullying
1: him he's he's basically bullying him he's 100% bully well
0: i I think it's a little bit darker than bully i mean not the undercut bullying but well no yeah, he's
1: bullying him but he also wants to kill him
0: yeah 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 it's like it it is he's harassing him in in the truest sense of the word um he almost reveals his identity peter's like okay enough is enough uh peter successfully
1: steals his identity for a hot minute yeah
0: it's real real it's
1: so good where it's it's like wild that like that was that easy
0: to get someone to dress by going hey i'm a guy at your gym (laughs) can you
1: and then and then robbie
0: gives him in for gives him confidential again workplace information again imagine asking your boss for your ex co workers, W2, and him just doing it.
1: No one has rights in the 90s. It's basically what happened. Like, I mean,
0: they don't say, like, oh, here's Eddie Brock's social security. He goes, here are those documents on Eddie. Yeah, I mean. Why do you need these, Peter? A school project.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Eddie asked me to pick them up for him.
0: It really is like there's like this clip from 30 Rock once, which, oh my god, where like um they're looking for Tracy. And like they're looking through him through a pizza shop that he ordered with, and it's like we need the receipts from all the addresses that you delivered to. And it's like, oh, it's like, why do you need that? Uh, my son is going to pizza college. Oh, is he from Pizza University or oh Pizza? Oh my
1: gosh!
0: <laughs> it's like, it's like, it, like this absurd line of reasoning to get information, and it one hundred percent goes unchallenged. It's the exact same thing.
1: I mean, maybe you just haven't tried it. Maybe it's just that easy.
0: I, <laughs> uh, we should start asking for our ex coworkers' W two information.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you're doing on your free time, but oh, there yeah. I'm one step um, ahead of you.
0: Yeah, so there's going to be an, another space launch shuttle. It's going to get named after J.J. Jr. for his heroism. What about it, the astronaut, though? He wasn't the leader, and he's not a white... Well, I guess he was a white man. Uh, <laughs> but
1: he wasn't the white man.
0: He wasn't the he white man. He was the man. second white man. Yeah, the less... The, he doesn't have a name, I'm pretty sure.
1: So <laughs> like everyone remembers Neil Armstrong. But what about the other guys? You mean Buzz Aldrin? <laughs> it went better in my head.
0: <laughs> I Yeah, Spider-Man harasses Eddie back. He
1: like Does he like What you does he, he like <laughs> Most heroes like are like I'm going to take a, the upper like the better route, but Spider-Man was like, "Yeah, well, I can harass you too." Yeah, but well, because
0: he's goading him to like confront him, right? Because that's fair. because he, he wants to confront him at the space shuttle site because his plan, which ends up working, is that the, the vibrations, vibrations, the vibrations from the thrusters are gonna separate Eddie from the suit, and then he can goo the goo. He webs the goo. He webs the goo into a sack and puts and it on goes the spaceship. Back to
1: space, you know, it goes back to space. Problem solved. Imagine if it didn't work.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, in a few episodes, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah and then so that that's kind of all she wrote and then um well there is like sort of a teaser where Mary Jane's like do you ever look in the stars and wonder and it's like i wonder yeah <laughs> and, and he then, sees venom's face scary venom face dun 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 in the moon yeah end of episode
1: you know he's like i'm going to lose sleep over this and mj's like what a pretty moon and he's like <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so that
0: is the alien costumes parts 1 2 and 3 part 3 is kind of less heavy than 2 and 1 and 2. I I also like it better. I feel like it's just like, you know. (laughs) Because there's not like 80 million things happening. Less is more, guys. Less is more. Leave them wanting more. It kind of doesn't feel connected to the earlier stuff. Like, it kind of like, it doesn't, like, yeah, yeah. Everything led to it, but it doesn't feel like a part three in the sense that you know the Prometheum X stuff is done. Mm-hmm. The the the, the Spider Man being wanted stuff is like a lot of the subplots are kind of handled in two.
1: Well, you could you could watch this. I feel like as like a one off. Yeah, one hundred percent. But you couldn't. I don't know. Like you. No, no, no. I, I think you're right on the money.
0: I think one and two kind of need each other. Mm-hmm. But um, you could even like yeah. I, I'm surprised that they didn't do that where it was, like, the alien costume part one and two, and then this was just we are Venom or something. Yeah,
1: like, you know I, mean, I mean, I'm just surprised how much of a little baby Eddie Brock is. I Why is that surprising? That's, like, honestly, that's the foundation. Because, like, I mean. Always, well, again, you, okay. right. I always feel like I saw him as, like, a bully. Like, just, mm-hmm. like, a jerk. But mm-hmm. he's he's more so, and I guess like I mean this could just touch on like you know people who bully each other or harass each other just have things wrong with themselves that they don't like work on you know all sure. these nights of therapy. Eddie Brock has trauma. Eddie Brock has stuff about him. Yeah, but he's sure. just like he's such a baby. Like he's like how could how could he do this to me? I lost my job. I lost my house. It's cold outside. Let me ask you this: Having seen this, has your opinion of Topher Grace in Spider Man Three changed? Um, I still don't think Topher Grace should have been Eddie Brock. Yeah, sure. Um but he's I not do a he's not a he's not a, a yunk or whatever you said. A lunk. <laughs> I mean Topher Grace is a lunk, but just in a different way. I I think it was kind of the gateway to the Tom Hardy venom.
0: This cartoon or, or Topher Grace? Topher Grace. because well, we 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 got we did so far back in like sort of the scrawny virgin version (laughs) of it that we now have the 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 lunk chad to tom hardy
1: i don't i wouldn't call tom hardy like a lunk or a chad because i mean i mean maybe at the beginning but i feel like he makes such a transformation literally and physically i don't know maybe i just i don't know Maybe I just look at the Venom movie. I'm too fond with it or something. But I think he's definitely a lunk. He's a he's a he, or you know he's a himbo in Venom. That, that's yeah, see what a is. lunk is not a himbo.
0: Okay. Well, no. Are are some himbos lunks, but not all lunks are himbos. No,
1: because I feel like himbo, like the whole idea of what himbo is, Vend- is. Give me the Venn diagram of himbo, lunk, and lunk. There, it's two different diagrams. I mean, well, I guess be- like, the only middle is they're both buff and both like to work out. So is that Chad? No, a, Ch- a Chad's more like a Lunk. <laughs> this is like off the
0: rails. Yeah, um, I, w- I want this Venn diagram. So we have one circle that's Lunk, one circle
1: that's Himbo. And one circle that's Chad.
0: Yeah. And then like... I don't, so,
1: so I don't know that you can make those comparisons. Like, I have nothing but a
0: love for a Himbo. I, I'm looking up. I'm gonna look up lunk himbo Venn diagram and see what happens. Okay,
1: let me look up lunk just to make sure, like it's actually so a term people use. I
0: I, I saw. Oh god!
1: <laughs> Did you
0: find your Venn diagram? Yeah, the, the, lunk isn't involved, but it's kind of what I was. Okay, so <laughs> it's okay. One circle is respect women. Uh, one circle is no think. One circle is big and or strong. Oh, gosh. And then the center is himbo. I love that. Um, And then so big or strong and respect women, they have a a middle that's men with good vibes. Do you want the definition
1: of a lunk? Yeah, well, yeah. And I have this Venn diagram for you. All right. So a lunk is a word made up by Planet Fitness used to describe one who grunts, drops, weights, and judges. And like I said, at Planet Fitness, there's a lunk alarm.
0: That's it. Uh, okay, okay so we ha- so, so that's that I I think they they just kind of have jocks frat boys and bros. Mhm. So I guess that would just also fall in the yeah. lunk. Because yeah so it's so it's himbo is at the center. You have one big circle respect women, one big circle no think, one big circle big and or strong. Okay. Big and or strong and respect women are men with good vibes. Okay. Respect women and no think are dogs. Okay. And then- <laughs> And then, no, think, and big or strong are jocks, frat boys, and bros. Where's the himbo, though? It's the center. It's the middle.
1: Oh, okay.
0: A himbo is, res- they respect women, are big and or strong, and do not think.
1: Well, I would just like to say that um, I appreciate every himbo out there. I drink respect himbo juice, just like himbos drink respect women juice, and you're always welcome. <laughs> um, if you're a <laughs> Then go fix yourself. It,
0: uh, someone had uh, what is it? It's um hunk. So it's 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 a, a it's a it's a similar idea. It's hunk, uh, jock, and decent man. Mm-hmm. And at the middle is himbo.
1: Okay. And
0: for, for hunk, we have Kristoff from Frozen. I love that. For for jock, we have Gaston. Okay. And then for Decent Man, we have the mouse from uh, The Rescuers. Oh my gosh. And then then at the middle for Himbo is Crunk.
1: Yes. Crunk is (laughs) yes. Also, anyone out here being like, I thought this was a Marvel podcast. Why are you talking about Disney? Disney... And Marvel are now yeah. one and the same, so...
0: Yeah, no, we're gonna... I mean, listen, I, I wanna do the Figment comic at one point, so 100% there's gonna be Marvel-Disney content on this podcast. So
1: deal uh, with it.
0: And the Phineas and Ferb Avenger crossover.
1: Uh, I'm not dealing with that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll deal with it, all right. What else? Uh, yeah, so there was one other thing. I, I talked to you off, off, off recording about Venom's Green Drool. Mm-hmm. Because there was a bit of retconning. I I have not read much of Don Cates' current Venom stuff, uh, which has been super, super popular. And the parts I have read about have been really, really great. Apparently, they did a retcon that I was not aware of until recently, where Venom's iconic green drool. He he drools. He's got, like, spittle and everything. Uh, It's not green in the cartoon. He's kind of gross. Yeah. So that's poop. Ew! That's the symbiote's poop. Ew, what? Yeah. So apparently, um, they're literally make... pooping where they eat. Yeah, kinda. They're like that green drool is the is the venom is the symbiote secreting organic material. It's it's poo.
1: <sighs> Again, <laughs> not kink shaming or anything. But does Whoa. that mean, does okay. that mean the people who are into the venom stuff because they're out there? Okay, this is very. To be fair, for for decades that was drool. Mm-hmm.
0: That's only now recently poop. So I feel like the venom fan, fans of venom who who are like big big on drool, they need to get like a waiting period.
1: Well, I with that with that being said, I think it's <laughs> I think this would be a good moment just to say thank you for listening to this. <laughs> one. Oh, <no. laughs> okay,
0: yeah, okay. Let's. Well, we'll wrap. We'll, we'll. I think we should do final thoughts before wrapping up.
1: My final so, thoughts. So final thoughts. Uh, We're never green, getting an ad deal.
0: Green symbiote poop is delicious. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Uh, so final thoughts are. Um, Dollar shave the, club, the, the, please. Uh, the alien costume, it's, it's, it's action packed. A lot of stuff happens. It, the show never. Spider-Man the Animated Series will never stop talking. Ever. And if it does, it means some dramatic music is happening. Yeah. Going, Some of which you may have also heard on Digimon. Who knows?
1: Yeah, I did not get any Digimon vibes. Just let yeah, me know. So
0: that, that was another thing. So Julie and I grew up. I know we're wrapping up. Julie and I really grew up with, with also with Digimon in the Sylvan Entertainment Catalog. Uh, they have a shared library for all the different shows, so there's a lot of shared sound effects and and sound beats and music. I was curious if any of that would ring a bell for Julie, but, but apparently I will, not.
1: I will say it just felt 90s. So yes. my wrapping thoughts are like, you know, if you were a child of the 90s or if you remember the 90s fondly or if you just look back at the 90s and wish that you grew up in the 90s, um. This definitely is kind of a walk down memory lane. It's mm. very '90s. Yes, and you know, um, I, I I think it's I I like it because it's not necessarily like that perfectly polished Marvel content that we get now.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's it, for what like I think you you in the beginning of the podcast you were very apt where you said it for for the time it's really really good, and. You, you you have to look at it through that context at some parts. Uh there's some parts like I said, I think the the Prometheum X lead thing was very, very well done from a structure standpoint of having Smythe wanted to do the test and Kingpin going no. And then that ultimately being doing the bad guys is undoing. I thought that, that was I thought that was very well handled. There there there's stuff like there's gems like that, even if there's some stuff that I also want to say voice acting, I we never got to talk about the voice acting really, really quick. I mean, um, we did
1: talk about it, kind
0: of. Yeah, but I, but I didn't... J.K. Simmons gets gets st- stood out as, like, the best J. Jonah Jameson for good reason. Mm-hmm. Ed Asner, I love as J.J., and I think in these episodes it carries over a lot, where, Yeah, you know, you, you see him kind of being a scoundrel, kind of being a, a money pincher, and, like, kind of being cheap, and kind of being, like, a scallywag, but he also cares for his but son, and just- he also... He, when he finds out that Spider-Man didn't do something that he thought he did he corrects the mistake and I really appreciate that aspect of the character
1: yeah I mean I definitely love that like I I agree that I think J. Jonah Jameson like while it's someone you love to hate but you also just kind of have a soft spot for him at least that's how I always looked at him yeah and you know we we love good dads we love it we love to see it
0: he's a good dad in Spider-Man 2 too too, which we'll get to eventually as well Mm
1: -hmm. but um also, yeah, so, I thought it was really sweet, even though, like, you know, they were like, "What are you going to do in a helicopter?" Like, I thought it was sweet. Like, go get your son. It's my
0: son, Robbie. Yeah, it's it was it was real. Ed As- Ed Asner. I, what a great old man. Yeah. I'm also, I'm sorry for calling him old, but I'm sure he doesn't care. But yeah, so this was episode one of the Marvels. Uh we, if you have any suggestions on a TV show, comic, movie, or other Marvel property that you want us to talk about, you can send it to. Is it the marvel zoos at gmail.com
1: it is the the t-h-e marvel zoos m-a-r-v-e-l-z-o-o-s at gmail.com i think
0: think people who watch a listen to a marvel podcast know how to spell marvel but maybe we would have (laughs) spelled it wrong you know touche so this is the marvel zoos at gmail.com you can uh you know questions complaints uh, don't send my sister death threats.
1: Please send me death threats. no. Please, actually, you know, I'll say a disclaimer. You know, love and light. Don't send anyone death threats. If, yeah, don't send anyone death threats. Don't be a lunk. If yeah, be a himbo, be, be a himbo. himbo. I think if you take anything away from this podcast, that's the perfect thing to take away. Don't be a lunk. Be a himbo. Be the himbo that you want to see in the world. <laughs> All right. Maybe the uh, himbos uh, were just the friends we made along the way. <laughs> Um and thank you for sticking with us. If you like oh, it, sp- please tell your friends.
0: Spider Man made me a lunk. Uh, yeah.
1: And if you hate it, tell your friends Hate-watch hate
0: watch it. You know, yeah, hate listen one hundred percent. Get those hate hate watches up.
1: We're not right. we're not about that. <laughs> bye bye.